because it's important that we're not only being responsible with our finances, but that we also get to enjoy our lives right now. So many times you hear people saving, saving, saving for retirement, and they have all these dreams of what they're going to do when they get there. But the problem is they sacrifice the enjoyment of their life today with the hope that they'll be able to enjoy their life sometime in the future. You can do both. You're supposed to do both. Let's go. Welcome to Realign With Your Purpose. I'm Josie Smith, a mindset and strategy coach for aspiring entrepreneurs and women who just know that they're made for more. I'm a speaker, writer, and content creator obsessed with personal growth. I'm an Enneagram 8 and a strong, sassy single mom of teens here to show you that building the dream life is possible for anyone who's willing to put in the work and invest in themselves. My true purpose here is to help you reconnect with yourself so you can realign with your purpose and reignite your dreams. Also, I wanna let you know, you're gonna hear some language in some of these episodes, both from me and from my guests. It's important to me that everyone who comes on and shares their story, their message, and their expertise has full permission to be fully who they are, to speak how they speak, and to share the content they're here to share. So nobody's going to be filtered or censored on this podcast. So if you have small kids around and you're bothered by spicy language or mature content, go ahead and grab your headphones before we get started, because we're digging into all of it and we're not holding back. Are you ready? Let's do it. Real quick, I want to let you know that my brand new 30-day purpose journal is now available. This journal was written to help you reconnect with yourself so you can realign with your purpose and reignite your dreams. And this journal is for anyone who is looking to start a simple journaling practice that's also very effective and very purposeful. The morning and evening journaling prompts are designed to help you get super deep, super fast. Because I know you're busy. I know many of you are moms. I know many of you have jobs. I know many of you are aspiring entrepreneurs and you recognize the importance of having some sort of journaling practice or morning and evening routine. And you know how important it is to set aside a little piece of your day just for you so that you have the energy and the ability to pour into everyone around you. But you've also got a lot going on and you have to prioritize your time and use your time wisely. So I wrote this journal to be very intentional while also only taking you 10 or 15 minutes at a time to work through. So check it out. I'll leave a link in the show notes. All right, now let's get right into today's episode. Over the past month or so, I have gotten 
super obsessed with Ramit Sethi's Netflix special. It's an eight episode series. I think it's eight episodes. It's called I Will Teach You to Be Rich. So I watched the series and then I bought his book, which is also called I Will Teach You to Be Rich. And I've been reading that. And I also subscribe to his podcast, which is also the same name, I Will Teach You to Be Rich. And on his show and also on his podcast, he talks to couples and individuals about their finances and their money habits and their mindsets around money. And then he helps them work through their struggles and some of the unhealthy money habits that they have established, either either as couples or on their own. And everyone he has on the show has a totally different story. Some of the people have a lot of money and some of them have very little or just enough, but everyone is struggling in some way, whether it's a lack of communication in their relationship around money, some of them have excessive debt that they're trying to work through or even that they're trying to hide, some struggle with overspending or even oversaving and not letting themselves spend enough. He talks to people who make as little as $40,000 a year and people who make over a million dollars a year. And it's really interesting how so many money habits that people develop are actually really, really similar regardless of how much money they actually make. And one of the most important questions that he asks people is to really lean into what their rich life looks like or would look like if they were able to live it. And this is something that I talk about all the time. I label it a little bit differently. I'm always asking you to identify your dream life and what, what your dream life would look like. But Ramit calls it your rich life. And I love that because rich doesn't necessarily have to be referring to a certain amount of money. Your rich life is whatever you decide that would be. The amount of money doesn't have to be what defines your rich life. You can create a rich life with a little bit of money or or with a lot of money. It's all about the things that are the most important to you. And one of the things that I love about what he teaches is that he doesn't waste time on what he calls the $3 questions because so many people spend too much time worrying about the $3 questions and completely ignoring the $300 questions. Like, buy the coffee from Starbucks. That isn't going to be the thing that makes or breaks your finances. Instead of worrying about whether or not you should buy the coffee from Starbucks, how about looking at things like, what's your monthly car payment? What's your monthly house payment? Or is there anything else in your monthly expenses, anything significant that you're spending more than you realistically should be spending? His way of teaching about money isn't about restricting yourself in the areas that are important to you. He wants you to spend extravagantly on the things that are important to you. So maybe that's on travel or experiences. Maybe it's on health and wellness. Maybe it's on convenience. And he calls those things your money dials. And he refers to them as dials because you can turn them up or down like a dial. The idea is that in order to turn one money dial up really high, you have to turn another one down. 
he identifies 10 money dials. And I'm just going to list them off so you have an idea of what they are. I'm not going to go into all of them. You can get his book and read about him in his book, or you can even Google it. But the 10 money dials that he identifies are convenience, travel, health and fitness, experiences, freedom, relationships, generosity, luxury, social status, and self-improvement. So let's say, for example, you have $20,000, and let's just start by putting $2,000 in each of the 10 categories. As you look at the categories and you think more about which ones are important to you or which ones you might want to put more than $2,000 into, like let's say you want to put more than $2,000 into your travel category because you love to travel. You're going to have to pull money out of a different category in order to move it over into travel. So where do you want to cut? Maybe that's luxury. Maybe you don't care about having a super brand new luxury car. Maybe you're fine driving a used Honda Civic. So you could pull $1,500 out of luxury and move it over to travel. Maybe another important one to you is convenience. That's definitely one of mine but I don't really care so much about social status. And I like luxury to an extent, but the luxuries I like are more about convenience and comfort and just making my life a little easier. So for me, I'm going to spend a little more on things that fall into those categories, which means I have to find other areas to cut to make up for it. Spend extravagantly on the things that are the most important and the things that bring you the most joy and cut mercilessly on the things that don't. And these money dials, they're dials, so you can turn them up or down. Just like you adjust the temperature on the thermostat in your house down in the summer and up in the winter, you can go through seasons where different things have different value than others. Maybe when you have little kids at home, certain things are going to take priority, like experiences. Maybe it's important to spend extravagantly on the experiences for your kids and for your family. But when your kids get a little older, maybe travel with your partner is going to mean more to you. And you can totally do that. You can totally change your dials to fit whatever season of life you're in. But you have to remember that when you turn one dial way up, another dial has to go down. If you're going to increase your spending in one area, you have to cut back even further in another area. You get to decide what brings you joy. If you want to meet and connect with powerhouse, personal growth-focused women who could turn into the best friends you've ever had, who will be your accountability partners, your cheerleaders, your support system, your circle, if you want to challenge your perspective of yourself and your circumstances, Or if you feel like you might need a little shift, but you're not sure what that looks like. If you're looking to connect with the mentors or the coaches you've always wanted but didn't know where to find them, or if you're just looking for real-life examples that the dreams you're building are even possible, do not miss this opportunity to save $50 on your general admission or VIP ticket to Empower Her Live 2023. This event will sell out. I was at last year's event and it was 
epic and life-changing, and I would not miss it for anything. Go to EmpowerHerLive2023.com. I'll leave a link in the show notes, and you can read more about the event, see who some of the speakers are going to be this year, see some of the super cool things that are going to be happening down at this event in downtown Denver, September 22nd through the 24th. And don't forget, the code Josie, J-O-S-I-E, will get you $50 off any ticket. Another thing he talks about, and I think maybe more so on the podcast than on his Netflix show, but he talks about the difference between something being an investment and something being a luxury. Because a lot of times we miscategorize things as investments when really they should be categorized as luxuries. An example that he uses on his podcast is his personal trainer. He spends a lot of money on fitness and on a personal trainer. And he used to think of this as an investment, but he came to recognize that it's actually a luxury because it doesn't have a direct financial return. So if you want to categorize something as an investment, it has to have a direct financial return. So a fancy, expensive gym membership, while it might help your health and your fitness, isn't actually an investment. It's a luxury. He also has a different take on budgeting than what you'll hear from a lot of other financial experts. And I like his take on budgeting. Even though I'm a tiny bit obsessed with my spreadsheets, I'm trying to follow his plan a little bit more. He has what he calls a conscious spending plan. You can even download your own conscious spending plan right from his website. I will leave a link in the show notes if you're interested in looking more into that. But the idea of a conscious spending plan is that you divide your money into just four categories. The first one is your fixed costs, which are things like your house, your utilities, subscriptions, your monthly debt payments, basically anything that's fixed that's the same or very closely to the same every single month. And all of these fixed costs added together should be somewhere between 50 to 60% of your take-home pay. His second category is investments, like your 401k, your Roth IRA, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this category should be around 10% of your take-home pay, unless you don't yet have an emergency fund of six to 12 months of expenses in a savings account, which I'll get into next, because the third category is savings, which is pretty self-explanatory. But this would include all your savings, your emergency fund, saving for gifts, saving for a down payment on a house, saving for vacation. And this should be five to 10% of your take-home pay. It's not just your emergency fund, but it is important to establish that emergency fund. And he believes that it's important to have somewhere between six to 12 months of expenses in an emergency fund, but that where you decide to fall on that range between six and 12 months is up to you and up to your comfort level. But he does say that if you don't have somewhere between six to 12 months of an emergency fund, you should divert your investments so the percentage that he allocated for retirement and other investments, that should be diverted into an emergency fund until you have that six to 12 months saved. 
And then the final category is guilt-free spending. And he really emphasizes the guilt-free part. This is any other spending outside of your fixed costs, your investments, and your savings. So eating out, entertainment, shopping. And if you keep your categories within the ranges he suggests, this spending is allowed to be and should be guilt-free. And it's 20 to 35% of your take-home pay. Because it's important that we're not only being responsible with our finances, but that we also get to enjoy our lives right now. So many times you hear people saving, saving, saving for retirement, and they have all these dreams of what they're going to do when they get there. But the problem is they sacrifice the enjoyment of their life today with the hope that they'll be able to enjoy their life sometime in the future. You can do both. You're supposed to do both. Like he says, create your rich life by spending extravagantly on the things that bring you joy and cut mercilessly on the things that don't. So I would highly, highly recommend his Netflix show, his book, and his podcast. And again, his name is Ramit Sethi, if you're not yet familiar with him. And his show, his book, and his podcast all have the same name, I Will Teach You To Be Rich. I will leave links in the show notes if you want to check him out. I am definitely not a financial expert. In fact, I am on an active journey of trying to unlearn things about finances that I always believed were right and true, but that I'm discovering most definitely were not. So I'm learning these things, guys. I'm right on this journey with you, and I'm here to share what I'm learning as I go. Okay, before I wrap this episode up, I wanted to share something that I am super excited about that I am doing here on the podcast next week. So if you are listening to this in real time, next week is my birthday week. And if you follow me on social media, you have heard some of the things or seen some of the things that I've announced that I'm going to be doing next week during my birthday week. At the end of the week, next Saturday, I am turning 41. And I am super excited to celebrate next week on the podcast. I have some super fun episodes coming. I did two epic interviews over the past couple of weeks with some people who are just amazing. The first one is an amazing friend of mine, and we talk all about the lessons that we have learned over the last year because she recently had a birthday too. And that episode is going to be a two-part episode because it is just such an amazing conversation and I could not bring myself to cut any of it. And so that one's going to be broken up into two parts. And then the last episode I'm doing for the week is going to be a hilarious conversation between me and my two sisters and my mom. We all sat down around a table with a microphone in the middle and we asked each other questions and we made each other laugh and we just had so much freaking fun. And again, that conversation went a little longer than I planned, but I could not bring myself to edit out any of the good stuff. And so that one also is going to be broken up into two parts. And so next week, this podcast is going to have five 
episodes. I am dropping a brand new episode every single day next week, Monday through Friday. So don't miss out on all of the episodes because they are going to be so much fun. I cannot wait to share these conversations with you guys. They just lit me the hell up. Thank you so much for listening. And definitely, definitely don't miss next week. Thanks for tuning in to Realign With Your Purpose. My intention is that the messages I share here in this podcast help you experience a mindset shift as well as actual transformation and growth. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with a friend so they can experience the growth and transformation that you found in these messages. Or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you for spreading the message and encouraging everyone to believe in themselves and their dreams. And it would mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds and give the podcast a five-star rating wherever you listen. And if you can, write a little review. These ratings and reviews are everything to podcasters. And they help me to be able to continue to show up week after week with messages like the one I shared today and to do so at no cost to my listeners. And as a thank you for writing out a review, if you write out a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, screenshot that review and send it to my DMs. I'll send you a free gift. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, Send me a DM about that too, because I would love the opportunity to have a conversation with you. As always, it's been an honor to share this time with you today. And until next time, you got this.